This episode of the Content Amplification Podcast is proudly sponsored by eWebinar. Are you tired of doing the same webinar over and over again? Do you have Zoom fatigue? Well, you absolutely need to check out eWebinar. We use it in our business and we absolutely love it. To get a 14-day free trial, go to bluecowmarketing.ca slash eWebinar today. Having your own published book can be a very powerful piece of content and credibility, but does the idea of publishing or even writing a book seem paralyzing or overly complicated? Today's guest has published 26 books in 26 years and has recently written his 27th in just seven days. Tyler Hayden is our guest today and we're gonna dive into the power of publishing. Tyler, thank you so much for joining us here on today's episode. Now, we are in the world of content and content is obviously you know key. A lot of people are doing video, a lot of people are doing podcasts, but the printed word is still something that is very powerful out there and just having something that you can read, that you can consume is a very, very powerful tool. And today we're gonna to be diving into the power of publishing and you are the epitome in my mind of anyone in my network that has been able to publish so many books in such a short period of time that has helped leverage their business. And that's what we wanna dive into. But before we do that, can you take a moment and just let our listeners know a bit more about who you are? Sure. So my name is Tyler Hayden. Uh, you can find me at uh, tylerhayden.com. Um, I also own uh, team building school and team building activities.com. Uh, my expertise is in team design. So I've kind of niched into the leadership uh, kind of pillar of teams. Uh, so I build cool team building activities. I deliver uh, high energy, content rich storytelling keynotes. Uh, I've been doing that for 26 years. And I've basically written a book every year. <laughs> that I've been in business. None of them are war and peace. I mean, one of them was <laughs> 300 pages, but uh, yeah, you know, they all have a purpose um, and purpose ends up being sales. So I think that's what we're gonna chat a little bit about today, uh, but uh, come on over, uh, maybe we'll throw a link into my newsletter if you wanna join me and uh, find out more. We'll definitely check that out. Now, it is no secret that you are in the content space and writing 26 books in 26 years. There's definitely a process that you followed Walk me through what it was like when you first started to, to write your first book. How did you take that project on and was it kind of overbearing or a monumental task for you? So there was a, a speaker buddy of mine, his name is, it was Dan Pointer, he's actually passed away and he had para-publishing. And I went to a session of his one day and he said, you know what, it is, um, it's a sin if somebody passes uh, with a book inside of them. Now, this is a guy who had written over 100 books um, and he had a process for doing it. And I was like, okay, well, I get it. Like, uh, you know, I, I can write a book. I've got uh, this content that I do on stage. I was speaking for about two years at that point. And I was like, wouldn't it be great to have a book that 
that would accompany uh, the work that I do. So I was like, okay, well, let's just start writing a book. So my first one was uh, Living Life Large, Simple Actions That Create Success. And what I did is uh, for about two weeks, three weeks, I went to a coffee shop and I wrote very small little snippets, um, kind of stuff uh, that you could read while, uh, you know, taking care of your biological functions in the morning. Uh, just a very short kind of like two minute read. And I just, uh, I wrote down a list of about 50 different things and I just wrote these little snippets and slam bam, I threw them into a book. Um, and that's how the first one was born, bestseller at the end of the day, because I was able to use it to help to sell um, my my speaking business. And I and I have a, a theory around, around how that works as a professional, particularly an infopreneur, um, or even if you had a coffee shop, how you can take what you do and build it into, into a book to help to market and sell what it is that you're you're doing to make money in another space. You know, if, if you're okay with it, if you'd like to go into that, I, I'm sure our listeners would love to hear uh, your thoughts on that. So go ahead and just share with us what your 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 thoughts are on that process. Yeah, so totally. So if you've ever seen a Venn diagram before, um, mm -hmm. they're kind of like, you know, picture the Olympic rings, kind of you know how they lay on top of each other. Um, yep. So that's how I believe as an entrepreneur or, um, you know, even as a cafe owner, you can look at your life and look at uh, what you're doing as an entrepreneur and figure out where's that magic sweet spot, where those three rings kind of uh, cross over top of each other. So for me, I'm a speaker, so I do keynote speaking. I probably do 50 to 60 of those a year. Then on top of that, I'm a consultant. So I consult in uh, leadership, in uh, employee engagement, um, in team design, and that lays on top of the speaking work. So I speak about the work that I consult about, and then I train and write about the other side, to, of, about the same damn thing. And what happens is that sweet spot where they all intersect is where you find your content. So let's say you own a cafe. Let's say you own like a, um, you know, like a, a cool little cafe in, uh, in Soho. Um, well, you, you make awesome coffee. You also are really passionate. You understand the history of coffee. Maybe you've got a, a history degree, right? And then you want to be an author too. Well, how about writing and, and building uh, a book about the history of coffee? You take some really cool photographs about the coffee that maybe you're making, um, you research the history, and next thing you know, your, your business, your, your cafe is publishing a book about coffee, um, and then you can springboard that into other products too. And that's that's the other little piece of magic of writing a book is it it allows you to kind of like chop and dice it, kind of like Fruit Ninja and throw it in a bunch of different places. But that that's the concept is the Venn diagram where you kind of, you work in that little magic spot. So for me, I write about, I speak about, I train about, I consult about, team design. And team design is what feeds into the books that I write. So that's, that's how I do it. Well said. I could see this actually working for any type of business, whether you're you're in retail or you're coaching or speaking, uh, or even if, you know, even funeral services could actually benefit from, from publishing a book. Absolutely. I mean, in funeral services, you could you could talk about um, you know the the steps thereafter. You could write a quote book. Uh, you know, why not put together like a, a special memory book or um, something you can make as an add on to uh, the funeral services that you provide. It becomes a lifelong memory of the people who were there. Uh, maybe there's small little envelopes in that people can put special messages in. Um, you can think about all of those types of things, and it's just a, a way to um, you know to separate you from the other uh, businesses in that category. 
category. And it is, it's way cooler. So when I go and hand out a, in the beginning, when I started my business, I had a brochure and it was beautiful. It was like a glossy brochure. It was two sides. It unfolded. It was like a big (laughs) menu and it cost me a dollar 50 to print each one. Now I print this book. So this is my newest, well, this is the newest book other than the one I just wrote in seven days. Uh, But this book I wrote, um, and now I can hand this book out for $3.50. Now what's cooler when you're going to, um, you know, you're meeting a new client and you're like, oh yeah, do you have a business card? They'll say to me. And I'm like, no, but I, I happen to have a book in my briefcase here. Let me give you, just give you my book. And the next thing, they're walking away with the book, which has this increased perceived value. It lands on their table in their office. Um, you know, it heads out into the into the front foyer, into their gre- into their meeting rooms. Um, you know, it's something that they pick through and they read, and um, it's a great way to keep your face alive and well. So, yeah, that's uh, that's one of the things you can do. That's one of the beauties of writing a book is it has so many legs, so many things you can do with it. Absolutely. And I know when we started working together years ago, and I saw that you were creating these books, that was one of the inspirations for me to, to start writing my first one. Um, and I did I did the exact same thing. I was writing, basically, I would open my computer and write an email to myself right, right on a right. single topic. And yeah. then at the end of 12, 15, you had all the chapters of the book. Right. Absolutely. Very so one of the things I've done, so recently, um, what I realized is I still had a ton of content left on my hard drive. And that's a, that's exactly it, Sean. It's a great place to start. One, you can write yourself an email every day, um, or maybe you've written blog posts. Um, I worked with a florist friend of mine who also speaks, and he's like, Tyler, how do I write a book? I'm like, dude, you write flower blogs like every week. I said, let's take all the flower blogs. Let's let's rework them. Let's put them into a book. And that's exactly what we did. Um, so looking at content you already have right now, I'm looking inside my hard drive and I'm opening up um, a school called Team Building School. This was my COVID project. Um, and I'm taking all the products and services that I do with my teams. And I was thinking, well, like what a waste for it to sit inside the hard drive, when I can share that out with others, you know, we all have that in our computer where we've written something, built something, maybe it's an infographic, uh, maybe it's a a three-step plan, maybe it's a a whatever, and it's inside your hard drive. And and the beauty of writing a book or writing just a, you know, a downloadable white paper for your, for your, um, for your website is that you can, you can use information that you already have and you can retool it um, and put it out and, and just like accentuate and market and share your business and your passion and your message. So, yeah. Excellent. Now, when you first started, like you said, you had the, the book and you were giving it out, kind of like a business card as well. How have you leveraged the books that you've written over the years to either complement what you're doing live uh, or even to, to you know, amplify the, the messaging or the work that you're doing with certain clients? For sure. So I will add um, tools that I'm using. I'm going to pop down here and I just, uh, I'm going to grab one. Let me show you. Okay. Um, so what I'll do is I'll take, um, so these are some books that we just, we just rebranded. So they're, they're all a different look than they once were. But what, I'll, what I've done is I've taken a bunch of different tools. Um, so this is Flashback. Um, And what I've done is I've taken a a game called Flashback and I used to print like card games and they were so expensive to be able to print these card games. And even more than that, they were expensive to like ship out in the world. So what I did is I took the cards and I put them inside a book. 
Um, we did another one. There's another one that's like a kind of like has like multiple questions on the card. This is Leadership 20. So what I'm able to do now is people can download them as a Kindle uh, file for a buck. Uh, so I can get people to download the books right at the table. Uh, if I'm working with a group of say, say there's a hundred tables in front of me, people will just download the book or I'll lay out a copy of this book on each one of the tables increases my branding. I know people are playing my games, which uh, increases, uh, you know, my my brand exposure, all those types of things that are important. And then uh, as a prize, people can walk away with the book. And guess what? This book costs less than $2 for me to find a new customer. So, you know, if I can just, I can leave them out. Then the other beautiful part is uh, there's usually a book table when, at the conferences I go to. So for those who didn't win the book or got to play the book, it's on the back table where people could pick up their own copy on their way out. Or we could throw a QR code. So we have a, a tool called Talkadot that we use when we're finished speaking. And at the end, there, there's a QR code you enter in and then it jumps you into the sales funnel and takes you right to the book so you can order the ones that uh, you want later on. So, and there's there's tons of, of different ways to distribute them. I'm totally hands off because I use Amazon and, uh, and they take care of everything for me. So it's simple. Yeah, so you touched on two points there that I think are very important. You said it costs you know about two bucks to acquire a customer with that. I mean, we're always searching for a lower CPA that cost per acquisition. I mean, that's 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 a really great price. And and the second thing was the QR code. I think a lot of people think of a book of once it's printed, it's basically static, right? But if you put a link in there like a QR code, you control that digital entity. So as your business evolves, you just update the content on there and it stays fresh and relevant. Absolutely. Yeah, you just out there for years. Right? That's right. You just send them to one landing page and that landing page, you can just adjust the content inside that landing page and people can then access your newest content or or jump into your newest marketing um, marketing vehicle. So yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. Now, if you're listening to the podcast, you're not watching the video, you can't see how great these books look that Tyler has created. <laughs> Let's talk about publishing. How do you get that idea from what you've created to something that looks as good as that. I know you do very well with self-publishing. Let's talk about how you've evolved in, in that over the years. Yeah, so I've done both bricks and mortar as well as self-publishing. And what I've realized um, for, for my business, um, there is advantage and, you know, there is one publisher that I would uh, really consider publishing with that I'd, I'd actually really love to publish with um, in order to access some of their different markets that they're already, they have depth with. Um, so publishing companies have that ability to help us to, to find the depth, to reach out um, and get in places that we might want to get into that we can't just get into with a single skew, right? Um, so, but in self-publishing, the, the margin is so much better. Like we're talking 90% ROI for a book that you publish yourself versus, um, you know, in bricks and mortar. I mean, you're lucky to make 5%, maybe 10% um, after costs and after um, all that kind of stuff. Um, they lean on you pretty heavy to do the marketing. Um, they're not going to take you as a, as, a, as a client unless you're really able to sell X amount of books. Um, you know, and, and when I did the math, I was like, okay, well, I may as well just do it myself. I'm going to sell X amount of books. I better make, I would rather make 90% um, than, you know, five to 10%. Um, so yeah, so I self-publish. Um, I started off using a company called uh, Lightning Source. Uh, so lightningsource.com, it's an imprint of Ingram. Um, Ingram is the largest um, 
distributor of books in the world. Uh, so they give you the reach kind of globally. Um, they have the links into, um, you know, the bricks and mortar stores that sell books. Uh, so whether it's, uh, or, or the online ones, whether it's Books a Million, um, whether it's, uh, you know, Chapters Indigo, whether it's, uh, you know, uh, Barnes and Noble in the States, they have those connections and you can list your books. They'll list them for you in the online stores of those particular vendors. Um, so that's one. Um, and, and again, the price point is fairly similar. Um, you have to do a lot of your own distribution, um, not for the, you know, the Chapters Indigo, Barnes and Noble, but you have to do kind of the individual sale distribution. Um, to, to make my business more efficient, I moved everything over to KDP. So um, Kindle Direct Publishing um, and KDP.com gives me the ability to write um, and produce and publish hardcovers, softcovers, and um, eBooks through Kindle. So that seems to be a nice fit for my business because uh, taking care of the distribution, the cost of what it costs to ship stuff um, is challenging. Um, it gives me, it also gives me the opportunity to jump into other markets like Mexico or India, um, down in Australia. Um, so I'm selling books all over the world now um, in, with, with super ease because they can print that file at one of their print shops on the other side of the world and distribute it a lot more cost effectively than I can. Um, from here in Canada. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm using. I'm using KDP. Um, one, so that, uh, you know, the, the team building books can be done at the table electronically, very simply with the cards. Um, but two, also to reach new clients. Um, and it's a super easy piece of software to use. If you know how to make a PDF, uh, you can do that. Uh, and if you surround yourself with the right kind of folks, either in Fiverr, Upwork, or your local network for uh, graphic design, photos, layout, all that kind of stuff, uh, you'll, you'll find that it's super easy to do. If you've ever went on a search to try to find a tool to help keep your business organized and your marketing in check, you know that there are literally hundreds of different tools that are out there. Well, for over a decade, I have personally in my business used one tool consistently, and that has been Keep. Keep is an all-in-one marketing CRM system that allows you to keep your contacts and your data organized as well as follow up very effectively with email marketing, text marketing, and landing pages, basically everything that I need to do to run my business. I love it so much that I became a certified partner 10 years ago and I've been helping clients get organized with Keep every single year. If you want to learn more about Keep and what it can do to your business, Go to bluecowmarketing.ca and get a free trial today. Now, before we talk about this project, this seven-day project where your most current book is being written, um, I wanted to get you to share a story. And I'm pretty sure it was you that told me this story about how you were trying to promote your book in local bookstores when you were traveling. You gave it a name of like reverse kind of promotion, something about reverse shoplifting. That's what it was. I, I couldn't remember. First, yeah, that was me. I think I think it's a really humorous story, um, and I'd love for you to share that. Yeah, so I was sitting in the Calgary airport, and I was looking at all the books. They have like a chapter store, and I was like, oh, wow, you know, look at all those really cool books. And they have all these ones that people recommend and bestsellers. And I'm sitting there in, in my seat, just about to get ready to go on my plane. Um, I was having a coffee, and I reached into my, uh, in, into my briefcase, and I pulled out a couple of my books, and I was like, you know, my book's pretty awesome, and it's a lot like that other book. So... I took my book, I wrote a note inside of it that said, um, hey, you probably just sold this book. You'll notice 
that your customers want to buy my book. If you'd like to find uh, a way of having my book on your bookshelves, drop me a line. Here's my number. Anyway, or my email. So I put a couple copies of the book on the shelf. And within about, I don't know, five minutes, because I was still sitting waiting for my plane, I saw a few people pick it up. And one dude picked it up. And he's like, yeah, I think this is the book I want to buy. He walks up to the front counter and goes to buy it. But they couldn't sell it to him because it wasn't in their system. And I'm like, oh, man. Anyway, so eventually they talk, they talk, they talk, they talk. And he doesn't walk away with the book. And I'm like, oh, man, what did I do? Anyway, um, so he couldn't buy the book. And next thing, I get an email about like two days later um, from their legal department telling me that um, reverse shoplifting is actually against the law. You're not allowed to leave um, your products in other people's store for them to make a profit off of. Um, and that uh, that they wouldn't be listing my book ever in their book. So um, as cool a story as it is, um, it kind of shut me down from being able to, and I don't know if I'll ever be, well, my, some of my other books are, are through some of those other vehicles. Uh, so they're listed online. Uh, but yeah, that book itself is not carried in that particular <laughs> but I think the moral of that story is you you can think outside the box on, on ways to leverage your book, um, uh, you know, to get it out there. I mean, yeah, that's a you great can. Totally. I did another thing. I took uh, one of my books um, and I built a, a Twitter uh, handle for it. And I, I sent the book around the world. Um, and what people did is uh, they would, I, I started them off in an airport and I handed them to different pilots who were going on international air flights. Um, and they took the book and they passed the book off to other people. And I said to them, I said, read the book. And uh, if you like it, you know, hit this QR code and it'll zoom you over to the Twitter page and leave us a little comment about what you thought about it, you know, hashtag it this, and then pass the book on to somebody else, share it with somebody else. And then it just, it continually got shared until they disappeared um, in the system somewhere. But uh, that was a cool little marketing idea and it did fairly well. Um, you know, the, I, we were able to track kind of where the book went around the world. It was kind of a, a where's Waldo um, kind of, or where in the world is Carmen San Diego kind of deal, right? It was cool. And uh, we got to watch the book kind of uh, tool around. So there's lots of really cool things you can do with the books um, in order to, you know, to create cool little marketing events around the book. Now let's talk about this challenge you gave yourself most recently to write this, this current book that you're working on. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to share the spotlight of this, but I want you to kind of give the, the whole context of where this came from and how it actually went. Perfect. So um, before COVID, I wrote this book, The Business That Cared About People. It's a team building book and it's an in-person team building book. It launched three weeks before the world shut down. Um, so it was really bad timing. So we kind of just, that one kind of slinked just off to the side. We didn't do much with it in the last couple of years. Um, it will, we'll probably relaunch it. Um, I'll do like a V2 probably in the next year or two and we'll launch it for real. Um, but so I was... I've been, I've been working virtually with remote teams for probably a decade and a half. Um, and over the, the COVID-cation that we were on, I spent a lot of times helping organizations to, to bring their um, HR training and their onboarding of staff and make it more engaging. And we're all having these virtual meetings. Um, how do we make it more engaging? So I was, I was 
building my repertoire of, of tools and activities and, and technologies of how we actually do that. Plus the world, I mean, it was like the unicorns just jumped in and every cool project, um, you know, just, just skyrocketed. I mean, I happened to own um, Zoom stock at the beginning of COVID, which was a fantastic idea, um, you know, but we noticed a lot of these cool projects that were kind of, kind of just kind of moving along. They just, they got investment and then they became really cool. So, the world is kind of there now, um, and I think we're gonna we're gonna continue to grow in that in that space. Um, so I decided that I would write a book, and I was gonna write it in seven days. So I started a TikTok challenge. I, you know, started publishing this first page this first day. I'm like, I'm writing a book in seven days, and uh, you know, follow along. I have, I have attention deficit disorder, so tagged with ADHD because all my people love to watch the crazy things that we do. Um, and, and I started writing, and basically for seven days. I sat, I wrote for about five or six hours. Um, so I was able to use my um, my super strength, which is uh, hyper-focus. It's a gift of ADHD. And I wrote, 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 wrote. And, uh, and within seven days, out the other side came a book. So what I did to do that is I wrote my TOC. So to start, when I write a book, I write my table of contents. And I'm like, okay, these are the things that I want to cover. This is the spaces that they belong in. Then in my computer, I just built the multiple files for those chapters. I, I went into my hard drive, I pulled out the information that belonged in each one of those folders. And then every day I'd open up a folder, I'd scan through, I'd copy, I'd paste, I'd redo, I'd bring in, I would, and I would, I would rework that material until I was satisfied at the end of that day that that would be a chapter. And I did that seven times. So at the end of the day, bingo, bango, there's a book. And uh, yeah, now, so from this stage, now that the, the rough draft, first rough draft is written. I actually am going to go back um, and rewrite it. It's on the list of things to do. Um, but I'm going to rewrite the book a little bit. And then it goes from there. It goes to my editor. Um, I've had the same editor for the last uh, 25 books. So she's agreed to, to follow along. Um, so Paula is going to read the book. And, and having a consistent editor is important because they help to build your written voice. Because um, your written voice is different than your spoken voice. Um, so the way people read is not how um, you speak. So those those programs that you speak into and it writes your book, I think, are junk. Um, because you need to you need to you need to write it in a way that people can read it. So Paula makes sure that it's done in English and it's right. So and then uh, so Paula does that, um, and then it'll go off to my buddy Steve. Steve will do graphics and layout, um, and then we'll upload it into the KDP system, and the book will be born. So we're we're probably we're a few months from from actually getting a hard copy in our hands, um, but uh, yeah, that's kind of the thirty thousand foot view of what the next steps will be. And really cool that you you did it through you know taking people on that journey through TikTok, right? I mean, you leveraged that social platform, you you built the hype, and people were really following along as they you were, were going, right? Yeah, they were. And if I were to do it again, um, I actually would have. One of the things that I didn't do well or right is I would have actually built a pre-buy page. Um, so I would have I would have had people buying the book um, from that link. I would have had a link in each one of those seven days where they could have gone to a web page, um, LinkedIn, bought the book, um, or at least reserved a copy of the book or joined a newsletter or something like that. That's what I did wrong. Uh, but you know what? Live and learn. So uh, I'm only 48, so I'm still young, so I'm still learning. Excellent. So Tyler, thank you so much for sharing about, about your, your journey with publishing your website, tylerhayden.com. You can buy the books right on there, all the links, all the other, you know, team building school, it's everything's linked on there. 
Um, any any words of wisdom, any tools that you want to just kind of promote uh, that would really help people be more effective in their in their journey to writing? Yeah, you know what? It's just sitting down, um, build yourself that TOC. So if I gave you kind of the the steps, um, is sit down, write your table of contents, look inside your hard drive, look at what your existing expertise is, and just write something. It doesn't have to be war and peace. I have books that are anywhere from about 50 pages up to like 300 pages. It doesn't have to be war and peace. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, off the hook, the best piece of writing you've ever you've ever read. Um, it's about getting it written. Um, you know, go to the library, the National Library in uh, in Canada. They'll give you your very own ISBN. Um, that's something I should have mentioned earlier as well. Um, they'll they'll send you a hundred different ISBN numbers. In the states, you have to pay for those. So in Canada, they're free. So go grab those before the government changes their mind. Um, and uh, and just start writing. Use KDP as a great place to publish into gives you great distribution um, you know find a good network through upwork or through your your own personal social network to find people who can do the layout um, you will be surprised how simple it is and when you're finished writing the book um, you can build it into other tools so you know if you're that coffee shop and you've written the history of coffee why not take the photos and, and make them into gift cards why not build an infographic or a poster of the life and the history of coffee um, and brand them and sell them so there's lots of other things you can do in addition to dump, dumping them into all your different social channels. Um, you can build other products that people can enjoy and they can use as well, which will only help to sell your book that much more. So I guess that's a different podcast though, Sean. So we'll, uh, we'll tackle <laughs> that one another day. And, and I want to know just before we go, yeah. every time you publish a book, when you get that first printed copy in your hands, do you still have that little feeling of excitement that there's... Oh my gosh, it's so exciting. It's like giving birth without all the pain from what I understand. I've never given birth. I have two daughters, uh, but it's so exciting. You open it up and and you kind of smell it, kind of like getting a donut out of the wrapper. You know, you're gonna, you're just loving it. Um, and you, and you, get to, you get to see something that you've written. I, what's also really kind of fun is I've got, um, between my partner and I, we have... Uh, we have uh, five kids, so I've I've saved five copies of all my books for all of them. You know, it probably won't mean much to them in the future, but it's re it's really a nice way for me to to share something that I've created um, with my kids and grandkids into the future. So there's uh, there's a bit of a legacy piece there too that that is exactly that that excitement that that fun that newness that uh, accomplishment is really cool. Absolutely. Now everybody get out there and start writing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, great. Thanks, Tyler, for sharing this. Not a problem. Thanks a lot, everybody. Take care. Make today a great day. Bye for now. As I mentioned at the top of the show, this episode is sponsored by eWebinar, and we are pleased to have this partnership. Their tool has been the most incredible thing that I've seen in over 20 years of marketing when it comes to webinars. The ability to engage with your audience with an automated webinar, I have not seen it in any tool up until now. And I guarantee if you try it out, you will fall in love with it as well. Go to bluecowmarketing.ca slash eWebinar and you'll be redirected over to their page to get a 14-day free trial. Check them out, eWebinar. You'll love it.